my moon Elvis ain't dead You ain't going crazy It's all in your head It's all interpretation America. Human sacrifice. <laughs> Dogs it. and cats living together. Mass, Mass hysteria. hysteria. <laughs> wow. You know, it's the Mark and Mac podcast. Good to have you with us. The last days, man. Every now and again, yeah. you look around and see things happening and think, well, relatively speaking, Mark, you know, yeah. these are the last days began. You know, the minute Jesus ascended back into heaven, you know, yeah, pretty much yeah. last days, I'll be back. The last days are here. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, and we live in the last days, uh, just the way it is. I don't know why people lose sight of that sometimes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't either. I think it's interesting that people are fascinated with that. I back not long after Jane and I met, we were going to the same church. That's where we met at a church and, mm-hmm. and the uh, people were fascinated with studies of, you know, eschatology. They wanted to uh, about the last days. Yeah. You know, right. You know, the pastor do a series on revelation and the place would be packed, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I was interested as well. I mean, it was fascinating. And right. as a younger person, it's like, oh, wow, really that's happening, you know? And, but now as an older person, I look back on it and think, shouldn't we have been spending our time studying about our relationship with him and Right. <laughs> and, you know, and how to impact the world around us because that's coming, you know, things <laughs> <laughs> anyway. to think about Mark. No, I'm yes. with you. That's, that's yeah. why I'm like, I, I've been around this many, many times. And whenever yeah. somebody brings that up, I think you're fascinated with the wrong thing, friend. Yeah. I, yeah. There is the inevitable. If you just, okay. Read the back of the book. Okay. Yeah. And then go back to the beginning and start because we know mm-hmm. how it ends and you start knowing how it ends. Jesus was yeah. born. Yeah. In the shadow of Golgotha. I mean, yeah. it, you're born to die. It's right there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so based on that, should we all pull the Ecclesiastes moment and just say, enough's enough. All is nothing. <laughs> it's all nothing. You know, because I remember. Is, when, it's vanity. It's yes, all vanity. <laughs> when I was in Bible college, Mark, I got on this Ecclesiastes kick right before I went. And I'm not kidding. I got there and I was like. I might as well listen to the doors light my fire, man, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> got to college and thought, well, wait a minute. Maybe it's not all lost. Maybe it's not all over yet. There's still a few people being born that need some guidance as to, Absolutely. you know, yeah. anyway. So Yikes. as you and I look towards these people who claim they want to be leaders of the free world, they claim that I say they claim it because they're, you know, putting together money and uh, time and effort from mm-hmm. many, many people. Yeah. And I wonder if what we're going to find out that the next president is just as crooked as uh, Joe Biden, <laughs> because even though Biden can barely hold himself up, we know now that while his son is negotiating business deals, he's doing it in the name of Biden. 
Yeah. Biden's so. vice president of the United States, and he's on a speakerphone so he can chime in to sell the brand. It's the Biden brand. Yeah. Yikes. Unbelievable. I tell you what gets me is how they've denied all yeah. this time that uh, that Biden would have discussed business deals with his son. No, right. never happened. Didn't happen. Yeah. That's a lie. They're all lying to you. By the way, mm -hmm. did we mention that's a lie? And then yesterday... This lawyer trots out and says, it would be absurd to think that Joe wouldn't be talking with his son about his business right. deals. Yep. It's like, Durr. yep. <laughs> and that's Wait why. Hold on. Can we get Peabody and Sherman in the Wayback Machine mm -hmm. and go back a right. little ways? Yep. <laughs> and it's just the whole nuts. thing. Of, that's the whole thing is that this, that's why it's important that we find out and it, about our voting system because I don't yeah. think he actually won. And, I and this is because I look at this and I think there's too many of us looking at this going no way. There's too many yeah. of us looking at what uh, you know. Okay, very quickly, 2012 during the campaign, it was the Republican primary. I mean, the Republican debate um, on the stage were all the wannabes, and Mitt Romney was up there, you know, and you had like yeah, six yeah. or eight people on the stage, and uh, George Snuffleupagus from ABC News, Good Morning America. After his years as a left-wing liberal pinko commie, you know, oh, strategist, now he's a newsman. So he's yeah. the moderator, and he talks about the Republican war on women. You know, and about uh -huh. you know, would would you you know would you support a state that wanted to prevent a woman from getting up uh, birth control? Mm -hmm. And Mitt Romney's like, what? You're you're <laughs> asking a question about something a hypothetical situation that is not real in any way. No right. state is considering yeah. that. I cannot see if if there was. I, I you're mm -hmm. asking me to deny something that hasn't happened. It's fine. Leave it alone. Stop. And yeah. it was the next day. The Republicans want to stop you from getting a, a birth yeah. control. And it was the war on women. Well, now That's they've the done the same machine. thing. Yeah. The propaganda machine now is yeah. DeSantis and slavery. They yeah. have brought this out now. When it first wow. started on CNN a couple weeks ago. A CNN panelist said, that's not it at all. You're lost. Stop. That's not it. But who ran with it? The vice president. You've got President Biden over here on the phone while Hunter is, you know, snorting coke and running meth and working out deals with foreign governments. And you've got the vice president saying that, you know, DeSantis and slavery are one of the same and that yeah. they, you know, they believe that slavery made it good for the slaves. Yeah. that's not what it says. It's not what they're teaching, but no. DeSantis finally had to fight back. Finally, yeah. you got the vice yeah. president of the United States of America. All of us have eyes and ears. We can all read and see for ourselves what it means, but the media has to come out because these lefties are going to keep spouting this until it is the same thing as the war on women. Yeah, it is. Did you see his letter to Kamala Harris? He invited no. her to Florida to come talk about the whole thing. <laughs> he said, unless you I'm, I'm Wednesday anytime after Wednesday is fine with me but let's leave it up to you in case you have a have to visit the border for some reason mm. so, so, it's like, yeah she's busy visiting the border uh -huh. oh my God. it's crazy man the whole thing's crazy Mark yeah it is all right so anyway that's why we do the show it's important to know who your leaders are and what they claim to be and what they've done because that's really yeah. all we have to go on not what they say they're going to do, but what did they do? It's like, right. you know, we yeah. talk about this from time to time. Uh, the Christian, uh, what would Jesus do? Hypothetical. Yeah. I traded in that. That was created by a youth pastor during World War II in Minnesota. It's never a hypothetical Jesus. Look and read yeah. the Bible and you'll see 
what Jesus did. And so I would right. prefer the what would you what did Jesus do instead of what mm -hmm. would he do? So same thing about the yeah. president. We don't have to think about what they would do in a situation. All we have to yeah. do is look at their own history and see what they did. And that yeah. will tell us everything about all of these people, including today's specialist, Marianne Williamson. Do you need an acronym? There's no better place than the Acronym Superstore. For years, government bureaucrats, entertainment entities, and lazy typists have depended on the Acronym Superstore for all of their acronym needs. AA, AAA, U2, JLO, ELO, ELP. We named them here. ER, CSI, C-SPAN, Star Trek TNG. We did those. For years, people struggled with the ungainly, thank God it's Friday. Today, it's TGIF, thanks to the Acronym Superstore. Our helpful experts are behind some of the most popular acronyms today. FYI, AI. BFD, SBD, LOL, ROF, the acronym Superstore. We named eBay. Don't DIY. For a catchy, memorable acronym, come to the acronym Superstore. Acronym Superstore. Come in ASAP. TTFN. Welcome back into the uh, Mark and Mac podcast. You know, um, a couple, was it uh, last week? trying to remember that today's august 1st right when we're taping this show that's correct yes july 26th so a couple of days ago uh sinead o'connor passed away yes and you know sinead o'connor was a troubled woman um and she had been for a long time uh, when she was on saturday night live and ripping up a picture of the pope and you know yeah. all that well the thing that gets me about her is is how much she got credit for this the hit song she had called nothing compares to you and it is, and she did a great job singing it, you know, and it was a vanity video uh, that they shot, which is, a, you know, mostly close-ups and all on the individual singing the song and not a whole lot else going on, just imagery, you know, but just mm. vanity, just on her. And with her bald head, your shaved head, you know, it was a, yeah. uh, a very moving, interesting thing. Got all the credit in the world for that song. Even when she passed away, you know, her, this, they were talking about the song and how it was written and. She didn't write it. Prince wrote nothing compares to you. <laughs> and it's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I've just had my fill, man. I, I've had yeah. enough Mark. I can't takes no more, you know? <laughs> Golly gee whiz, beef. So welcome to the music business. I yeah. mean, <laughs> there are people out there today who are famous for certain things just like her. Yeah. That, the, the reason they're famous for it is because they sang somebody else's song. Right. Somebody else's beautifully crafted, fantastically, right. fantastic song yep. that they never get a lick of credit for. Mm -hmm. But so-and-so you know sang it or this band did it, and that's why it's famous. And they'll they'll right. be remembered for that for always. You know? But if they still have the rights to it, they make money on it every time it plays. It's those Ding. pennies and nickels and dimes. That's but, right. You know, thing is, at least better to... It, at least that's what we've been told because we know from, well, we know from personal experience, <laughs> Oh yeah, Man. friends in the business asking him, Hey, are you getting any money off this song? We're playing it a lot. Not yeah. a dime. And I'm like, then you need, you know, I made yes. sure I, I uh, at any rate, that's the difference between being, if you're a local artist and, uh, and a yeah. national artist, having a big hit and having a local hit, it, there is a big difference. So anyway, as we move yes. on. Yeah. Um, Mary Ann Williamson. Yeah. I really thought um, this had to be a different Marianne Williamson. I thought there's no way this is the Oprah chick because isn't she getting a little old to be running for office now? After after being in the mix in 2020 and being seen by everybody, I didn't think she would try again. 
I thought I she'd honestly been outed did. pretty much for who she really yes, is. Exactly. But here she is again. She's back in the mix again. She's 71 now. Born in Houston, Texas. She lives in Los Angeles now because, of course, uh, she's never held office. And when it under education in what I have, it says N slash A. It doesn't apply here. I'm no education. <laughs> What does this mean? Where, where does she get her spiritual guru education? We need to know. Yeah. We do. <laughs> her wow. positions in the campaign. She wants to vigor vigorously resist any effort to restrict, limit, or diminish the reproductive rights and freedoms granted by Roe v. Wade. Um, just as a reminder, according to our Constitution, the purpose of government is not to grant rights. It is to protect the rights given to us by God. No politician who sees government as a grantor of rights is qualified to be our president, quite honestly, if you stick to the Constitution. Um, moving forward, <clears throat> she wants to declare a national emergency around the gun violence epidemic. Oh, come on. Eliminate the sale of assault rifles and semi-automatic weapons, ban bump stocks, high-capacity magazines, and 3D printing of firearms. Um, there is not a gun violence epidemic. No. That is a completely manufactured problem that the left has raised up in order to have something to fight against. You know, you know it would be funny, Mark? And I, well, no, I'm not going to say. Just move on. <laughs> it's a lie of the left. It's a lie of it the is. devil. It and is. it's just, I'm sickened by it. But yeah. you know what? She, I bet she couldn't. I bet. I bet. She doesn't know what a bump stock really is. She I bet she doesn't. has no clue. She it, probably couldn't tell you the difference, difference between a semi-automatic weapon and automatic weapon. Yeah. You know, she couldn't and tell you the difference. Yeah. Remember, remember Diane Feinstein? We yes. shoot people. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. We're allowed huh. to shoot people. Oh, really? I actually hear. Time has come, yeah. America, to step up and ban these weapons. Yeah. The other very important part of this bill is to ban large capacity ammunition feeding devices, those that hold over 10 rounds. We have federal regulations and state laws that prohibit hunting ducks with more than three rounds, and yet it's legal to hunt humans. Yeah. <laughs> and yet it's legal to hunt humans yeah, just no. to be clear it's not and and just because she said it by the way she said that before she got really old she said that yes. when she was in her 60s so she she's did. been stupid for a long time just fyi yeah. yep she uh back to marianne williamson she wants to legalize cannabis and psychedelics used for both recreation recreational and medical purposes and to expunge past convictions what do you have? I, all right. I'm going to have to look up the hallucinogenics here. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> so Psyche, psychedelics, psychedelic and, mushrooms now, psychedelics are, and pot. <laughs> yes. All right. So, fine. So just, they're all out there stoned anyway. Might as well make yeah. it legal. That's what she's saying. And, and, and by the way, forgive them for past convictions. Yeah. Whew, wow. Man. You um, know, the problem with that, the only real problem with that is that something that was illegal that you chose to break the law and do just because it becomes legal later on doesn't mean you didn't break the law when you did it, you know? Right. And I, so you don't expunge the record. You leave it on there because it did happen yeah. to expunge it is to remove right. it yes. and because it does say something about you as a person. Let's say mm. that you were, that you were not only a user, but most users of drugs and of illegal drugs end up being dealers or at least sellers to friends at times. And mm. some of them develop into a business and maybe somebody developed a weed business out of smoking, you know, and it, one yeah. thing led to another. Uh, anyway, the, the bottom line always being the bottom line. 
Yeah. You cannot remove the past because you don't like it. It's part of your life. It's part of your history. You live with that conviction. Sorry. Right. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yes, like the, again, the Dave Mac theme. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's like that, that stop sign at the end of your street. If they, if you run it and you get ticketed for it and then 10 years later, they decide, you know, we really don't need that stop sign and they take it out. You still ran the stop sign. <laughs> still got three points on your license. That's exactly right. And that, well, she uh, wants to remove those points is what it amounts to. That's okay. that's it. Yes. All right. Uh, and the last thing we have on her campaign positions is she wants to reach 100% renewable energy and dramatically reduce CO2 carbon emissions by 2035 or earlier. Okay. Now, you know, when they switched it from the you know the global warming stuff um mm -hmm. when it became climate change and then they really right. went after the carbon okay all yes. day long you and i inhale oxygen we expel carbon dioxide okay yes. that's what we do all day we convert it yes this is and i think i told you mark that it was only after obama left office it was after he was done being president and he went to the, the paris uh, accords the uh on the climate change accord right and it was at his speech there, and I wasn't even paying much attention to it. It just happened to be one of those slow news days, and I happened to, I thought, well, you know, this is his first big speech after being president. Let's let's see where he goes with it, you know? Mm. And I, it would have been a time for him to do any number of things on the international stage, but he, bottom line, it was a speech about population control. And <sighs> I started adding all these. I never used to believe that at all. Until that speech. And then I, because I heard people say this before. It was kind of oh, like, that's, that's just crazy conspiracy yeah. theory. Right. And, and, I, and I'm a yeah. conspiracy guy. Don't push me that far. Come on. You know, <laughs> if Bigfoot is reading you your nighttime story, I'm not interested in your theory on population control. <laughs> but then I heard him give that speech and I started watching what was happening. It's like carbon. She's part of that left wing, you know, ideology. Yeah. And that whole idea is, well, you know why there's too much carbon? It's us, it's people. Uh, Soiling green is people. That's what it amounts to. You know, it's funny is they, they talk about wanting to save the planet, that all of this is destroying right. the planet. Yeah, get rid of the people. The planet's greener now than it has yep. been in a long, long time yeah. because of CO2 in the atmosphere. I it's know. part of the natural process. A, one volcano can spit out enough CO2, more CO2 than we can manufacture in hundreds of years. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. no. But the thing is, if you don't know that, you don't know that. And you believe they, whatever they say. If Which they is say why, it enough. And yeah, they keep, well, it's the old thing about repeating the lie. It becomes mm -hmm. the truth, remember? You, it's the first rule of marketing, Mark. You you learn this. If you're marketing 101, if you're learning advertising and marketing, I don't even know what they call that now in college. We're I don't know what that degree one. is. That's right. Yes. You, mm -hmm. you know what? In radio, it used you would just say, you don't say ratings, you know, because Arbitron rated number one. That's what it used to be back in the yes. day. Yes. And so if the station said that they truly were rated by Arbitron, which was the rating service at mm -hmm. number one in some demographic that allowed them to be able to legally say that. And they paid yes. for it too. They paid for the yeah, And so that's exactly the number one with left-handed wheelchair users in a specific County. Yes. If you were not, <laughs> you're at one of the cheaper stations where I always was, you couldn't mm -hmm. afford to buy Arbitron. Therefore you had to come up with unique <laughs> ways of claiming number one. Number right. one, we're tanned, we're rested, we're ready to conquer the world. <laughs> Number one, you know, that kind of thing. You just, <laughs> <laughs> how can you say you're number one? And we never said we were number one. We just said number one. We yep. like the term. <laughs> or the most listened to show today, you know, it, the That's most right. listened to station in the world. 
Yeah, <laughs> claiming, you know, you just say things like that. And, people, and again, That's right. Rick and Bubba made a mint on that back in the day. You think about these yeah. guys built their entire, if you're outside of the Alabama, Georgia, I don't even think Georgia people know there. Anyway, there's a small region that Rick and Bubba have been successful for a long, for 20 plus years now, 25, right. 30 years. And they all, they started off on a top 40 station as a mistake and started off by dogging out every <laughs> other station in town <laughs> and beyond making fun of all of them. Had yeah. no ratings, but actually lied to clients. Okay. <laughs> oh my. I just, yeah, I remember them claim that Burgess actually goes into Martin's, which is his family float clothing store, and tells them they're number one. And I'm like, and they canceled all their stuff with my station. I'm like, <laughs> why? We're you know we had a 41.9 share. Okay. Yikes. A 41.9. Look, yeah, the second place station had an eight share. <laughs> we were. I had a 41.9. We were number one with a bullet. And yeah. there's like, you, you've been lying to us. I'm like, we're not here. Well, here's the actual ratings book. What are they? And she goes, this is the piece of paper they gave us. And I looked at it. I'm like, they made it up. <laughs> they, they made it up and you believe it. Okay, well, fine. Then you're an idiot. But, you know, <laughs> I didn't oh, say that a, out loud. I'm just about to say that's the way you get your client back. To tell them no. they're an idiot. <laughs> but the thing is, you just claim it and enough, you know, you claim it enough and you win. But bottom line, friends, um, they claim all these that liberals, they claim all these things as truths and yeah. they're a lie and it's a lie of the devil. And I'm not, I don't even want to go down this path, but the reality is there are rich entitled people who believe that the earth can only support 500 million people and that we need to depopulate. That's what they mm -hmm. believe. And I don't, I don't see the end game fun there, Mark. I really don't. I do not see how, I, do you think like that? Are these the same people that think they're mm -hmm. going to be cryogenically frozen and woken up 200 years from now, or that they're going to be, joined with a computer you know in some kind of self-aware computer thing with their brain know. in a jar and live forever i i just don't understand mm. why they're so consumed why do you care i mean yes there's a lot of people on planet earth but you know what the more people breathing the more green stuff is growing yeah that's the way that's god true. made it that's absolutely true absolutely there is a bizarre cultic belief that yeah. the population of the earth needs to be decreased and I, I keep going back to this thing. I, I, this video I watched last week about how Marxism is actually a religion and this, yeah. you know, because Marx wasn't, a lot of people say that Marx was, uh, uh, it was all about finance. You know, it was, that's, that was his focus, but actually he was building a secular religion where people would just lock their belief into certain things. And it comes in all these different flavors. Like we talked about before, you're like, the different breeds of the cat, that sort of a thing. And these people that are, are true believers are real adherents to their faith. Right. They believe we can't, you know, we've got to be good to the earth and we've got to reduce the population by this much in order to, to save the planet. And the, the real science doesn't support what they believe or what they say. Real science doesn't back them up, but the people paid by the UN to produce certain scientific reports all agree. <laughs> That 97% of them do at least. <laughs> ah, but what can you expect from somebody who gained notoriety for appearing on the Oprah Winfrey show as Oprah's spiritual advisor? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I've got uh, this, uh, the next piece I've got here, if you look at your notes, it's long. I know it's long. Yeah. And I'll dive into it here and you just, you just yeah. 
you know, stop me when you're ready because it tells a story about behind the scenes. And we hear about this kind of stuff on a regular basis. We hear about it. Uh, we hear Kamala Harris has this same sort of reputation. Uh, Maxine Waters has this same kind of reputation. Other people in government have this same reputation. And uh, this is from oh, this is from back in March, an, an article from The Guardian. The title is Candidate Marion Williams Hit by Claims of Foaming, Spitting Rage. Less than two weeks into her second campaign for the Democratic presidential nomination, the self-help author Marianne Williamson is, was hit by claims of her, her public message of love and compassion is undermined by behind-the-scenes behavior, including, quote, foaming, spitting, uncontrollable rage, end quote. Speaking to Politico, 12 former staffers painted a picture of unpredictable anger, tending toward verbal and emotional abuse beneath the bestseller's promotion of spiritual calm. Um, let's see. A former staffer who spoke on condition of anonymity says it would be foaming, spitting, uncontrollable rage. It was traumatic, and the experience in the end was terrifying. Williamson launched her second campaign earlier in the, in that was March, uh, uh, saying that she, while she didn't expect to win, she was seeking to challenge the system. That's interesting. The author of 14 books describes herself as a leader in spiritual and religiously progressive circles. She established a national profile on Oprah's TV show uh, and has taken off, often taken controversial positions on issues, including depression and vaccine mandates. Um, she told ABC, I want to be president because this country needs to make an economic U-turn, adding that free health care, college and uh, child care were among her priorities. Uh, she goes on to say the system that effectuates and perpetuates that kind of income and opportunity inequality is not changing itself. It's not going to change if we continue to elect the same old, same old. Um, in 2020, before dropping out of the primary, Williamson made a splash when addressing Donald Trump from the debate stage. She said, I'm going to harness love for political purposes. I will meet you on that field. And sir, love will win. Speaking to Politico, however, Three former staffers said Williamson was apt to throw her phone at them amid outbursts, so intense that on four occasions, hotel staff knocked on her door to check if all was okay. In one incident, four former staffers said William Williamson became so enraged about a poorly planned swing through South Carolina, she repeatedly punched a car door. After her hand started to swell, she was taken to a hospital. <laughs> All 12 staffers said Williamson would yell it until people were brought to tears. Williamson called the description slanderous and categorically untrue. She denied ever throwing a phone at staffers, but acknowledged the car door incident, saying a car door is not a person. Former staffers trying to score points with the political establishment by smearing me might be good for the careers, but the intention is to deflect attention from the important issues facing the American people. She also says she expects to be expects concerted efforts to dismiss and denigrate, but the amplification of outright lies should not occur. Now this goes on and on and on and on and on, and she's. Uh, um, I can't hear you. By the way, she's. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I should have turned that up. I turned it down while you were yeah. going through that little diatribe there, just because I, I knew I'd be a smart aleck and I didn't want to get. Burned didn't want me to hear the heavy. sounds of puking, did you? Uh, mm, that's what it was. You know, foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Bottom line. Yeah. You know what? Um, she is ridiculous. Uh, but you know what? I anybody that has a, a a spiritual guru type person, okay? Jesus did not say, and Scott Dawson taught me this. It's a wonderful thing. Scott Dawson said Jesus did not say follow my followers. 
said, follow me. Anybody who is not following Jesus that claims to be your guru and you, or you claim as a spiritual guru, you're missing the mark, friend. And, yeah. and the sad reality is that uh, Marianne Williamson, uh, I don't, I, look, I don't know what she's like privately. I don't care. You know, mm. I hope she has a happy life and a peaceful life. She has no chance to win the nomination. Yeah. And uh, so we don't have to worry about her. It's just the fact that she's in the race, you know, or claims to be. And she actually has 12 people. That was, that was why I thought we should do the story. And just yeah. so you know, the entire thing people. that yeah. she has a dozen people working on her swing through South Carolina that saw her beating a car door. Yeah. I'm thinking, I don't think if I was running, I could get 12 people to watch me do anything, you know? <laughs> and so there you go. <laughs> She had 12 people standing there. Not one of them could convince her to stop beating the car door. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, golly gee whiz, Beeb, is this going to be your, who, who's going to be your guru? If you were the president and mm -hmm. wait a minute, if you were a twee, what kind of twee would you be? You know, <laughs> we need to bring back Barbara. Good grief. Yeah. Good grief is right. But this kind of, uh, this kind of behind the scenes behavior we see from a lot of people mm -hmm. who in my, in my view, are now working above their competence level. They're mm -hmm. just out of their, they're so yeah. out of their depth. They can't take, can't get a grip on things and they lash out when people question them or anything goes wrong because mm -hmm. they're, they're not confident in what they do. They're way mm -hmm. beyond their, they're way beyond their pay grade. And of course they just go nuts on somebody for messing up little bitty things. And we've, everybody who has had a job has seen this by the way. You've seen somebody get promoted beyond where they should yeah. be and they make everybody <laughs> miserable, you know? Boy, radio was so good for that. Oh, radio was great at wow. that. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if it does that anymore. You know, I, I really don't because I think the people that are left, it's kind of like last manager person, they're turn off the light. But it's like it the really people is that who are left. Yeah. I see. I remember seeing people. There was some. Well, boy, you got to be really <laughs> careful because you just never know. But yes. <laughs> I remember somebody one time. I was talking to somebody and they were actually talking about our, our, the, our morning show that we did and they were doing it. They didn't realize it was me. And mm, yeah. as they were, you know, because they knew me from TV and they knew me from uh, crime stuff. And it was a discussion about radio and it was talking about these idiot guys that, you know, don't know how they did. They just got lucky because the church got behind them and that was it. Wow. And yeah, that was their perception because that's what they had been told. And that's what they told others. Yeah. And, and I will tell you that the church never gets behind anything, you know, no. it's not and they don't get behind. They eat themselves. They're Dobermans, man. I Jerry refer Shepherds. you to, I refer you to mothers against Mark and Mac, right? <laughs> which was a, yeah. a group of Christian women going from church to church, trying to destroy yeah. us. Oh, <laughs> but the bottom line yeah. is that if you don't know the truth, you know, and this was a radio person that was talking about it. And I thought, well, so you don't even know your competitor. You don't even know why you lost. You don't know how you, if you don't know how you lost, then how do you know how you won? And if yeah. you take it for granted that you won, which so many of them do, they just assume Crawford did this, uh, assume that since it's winning, it'll keep winning and we don't need to pay these people. So, you know, you pay for winning, yeah. winning costs money. That's why some people make more money than others. Yeah. It's because they deliver a bigger audience. And uh, Back in 2017, the cast of Hawaii Five O on TV, which, by the way, did the original Hawaii Five O with, uh, oh my, Bookham Dano, McGarrett, yeah. Steve McGarrett, yeah, okay, yeah, that whole thing in the 70s was well, that was a cool show. You remember the pipeline, the yeah. Hawaii, you know, oh, oh the yeah, opening every high show. every high school band in America played the theme yep. song. Yeah, thankfully <laughs> they still do, and I love it when they break into it. I'm like, oh, thank you. But the thing is, is that. 
I didn't. I knew they had rebooted the show, but I have not watched one episode. Okay, mm -hmm. not one. But same thing with Magnum PI. Haven't watched an episode of that reboot. One day at a time. Haven't watched an episode of that. Uh, Wonder Years. Hadn't watched an episode of that. You know why? I watched the original, and I don't want to watch a Stepford Wives version of it. So <laughs> when the cast though of Hawaii Five O in 2017 argued, and we're not talking the main cast, the star of the show, or the second. We're talking about the people who are. That, yes, your character is a part of the episode and yeah. your character is a part of a lot of episodes, but they're not the star. They're not carrying the episodes. They don't have the lion's share of the of every week, day in and week in and week out of the dialogue. Their their person is a support to the show. Right. Yeah. And one was and these individuals on the show, um, I'm not sure of their race or uh or gender or anything else, but I, I know that there was one was a an African American female, another was a, a fella. I'm not sure he was not a white guy. I'll just say that, you know, that, that ought to be a new term. Yeah. <laughs> NWG, not white guy. All right. <laughs> but anyway, they were complaining, Mark, and they were out on strike because they refused to sign because they, they said, we work the oh, same yeah. type of hours. Right. We are yeah. here every yeah. day. We should all be paid the same. Yeah. And it was like, okay. There were people that got behind this and said, you know, you're right. If you're there for five days, 12 hours a day, just like the sorry, you should be paid the same. But it's like, wait a minute. No, you're not. We don't live in that communist world where everybody gets paid the same because mm. some people earn more because they're worth more to the product. Yeah. You're a nice person and you're a fine yeah. actor. You're but you're a you're on a television show where your character gets two episodes a year. <laughs> where your character is the main focus and nobody asks you for your autograph when you go into, you know, when you're shopping right. at Ralph's and, yeah. and so, but they, they didn't play that game. This liberal pinko communism was no, we should all be paid. I should get paid just as much as the star of the show. Right. Like, no, you know why? If the star of the show leaves, the show's probably going off the air. Yeah. If you leave, we'll just replace you with somebody else and nobody's going to care. They replaced a, they replaced the drummer in the Partridge family and nobody cared. Okay. Nobody knew. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cared. So Jeremy Gelbwax, sorry. You know, it, it just, it's a reality oh, yeah. that if you're a second, you're not a second class citizen, you're a wonderful person. And hope, I hope that your star breaks and you become the, the headliner, but you're not the headliner. You're not right. the reason. Exactly. And yeah. so no, you're not going to make that, but they actually stayed out of work for this. And I think lost, I hope lost their job. I don't think mm. they did, I, but I, I wish they would because you, yeah. you know, people have, you have to know your worth, by the way, if you don't know your worth, why do you expect an employer, you know, to tell you go mm. earn it if they want. And if you think yeah. you're worth more, go get it, man. There's nobody yeah. stopping you. If you want to be the star of the show, make the big bucks, go be the star of the show. Go find out if you're good enough. Go find mm. out if you have that charisma. I doubt you do. Yeah. You know, some people are born. I don't know the difference. I, I don't. I mean, there, you get two people that are equally attractive, equally talented, and one, you know, something about that person makes them the star and something mm -hmm. about you makes you the B yeah. team leader. You know, I don't yeah. know what that is. It's yeah. something special. Well, but you, you spend enough time with them. You, well, a time and age will tell you that, I think. Yeah. You know, the, the older you are, the more you recognize things like that more quickly because you've right. seen enough people, you know, yeah. that, uh, that, that kid's going to, that kid's going to, yep. wow, that kid is going to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And his buddy, who's just as good looking and mm -hmm. is in all this, all in the mix with him, but can't quite seem to click, you go, hmm, 
Mm. Yeah, good guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, hope he hangs on so, to the other guy, you know. Because... So Marianne, exactly. So Marianne Williamson, we wish you the best. Yep. Hold on yep. to Oprah. She's the closest yep. you're ever going to get. You're out of your depth, honey. But thanks for trying. Got some great parting gifts for you. A video of you bashing a car door. Here you go. I'd like to buy that car door, Mark. Let's put that up on eBay. <laughs> Okay, let's try this. Uh, voiceover for the Mark and Mac Show promo. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of promo. Oh? Okay. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... I don't think so. In a land before time. It's about the Mark and Mac Show. They're on the radio. One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What the... When everything you know is wrong. That's wrong. In an outpost. No. On the edge of space. Space? A girl. No. Two girls. No. Now, no. more than ever. Stop it. A renegade cop. <sighs> a robot renegade cop. You're fired. You're fired. No, you're actually fired. I'm fired. Get out of the booth, Jack. No. I like it in here. You know, Mark, as uh, you and I moved this podcast along, our goal was really to do a couple things. One, to give each one of these candidates a good look, you know, from yeah. the Republican side and the Democrat side, because each person is accomplished in their own right to be at this point where they can be listed as a potential candidate for the pre of their party, for the uh, presidency right. on the Republican side. They're all battling for, you know, the anti-Trump or the, you know, I'm going to out Trump Trump. Yeah. Um, I think your best bet would be, look, I love, I love Donald Trump. I love, you know, a lot of the things he stands for. Of course, we're different people, but you know what? I want to be there to support. I'm running for the nomination because if something bad happens to him, mm -hmm. I'm going to be the guy that's going to get him out of the trouble and I'm going to take the greatest things of what he wanted to do. And I'm going to lay those out. And I've got a few of my own right here too, that we're going to yeah. all, you know, I would play that card of, yeah. I love Donald. I'm the, Don you know what? I don't agree with everything, but nobody does. You know, I wouldn't be as rude to people as, as he has been, but that's just his personality. He doesn't right. really mean, it. you know yeah. what I mean? I'd play that card if I was these people, but they're mm -hmm. not, they're going along with, you know, most of them are, or no, not most. Some are just saying, you know, I'm anti Donald. I'm a never right. Trumper like Larry Hogan, exactly. the former yeah. governor of Maryland, you know? Yeah. And Will Hurd, who, uh, yeah, we heard from yesterday. It was probably going to win our stupid politician of the week award this week. Right. <laughs> but the, there's one person in the lineup who has come closest to that as far as the Republicans go. And that's Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. And yeah, because I he's, like he has not bad mouth Trump. Right. He has actually, he's been, uh, he's been deferential and he's been, you know, he's, he's pointed to him as having some good ideas and doing some good things. Mm-hmm. So and he's the one that's, that's actually most like your description. The rest I of think, them. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. And, and you know, Vivek Ramaswamy is the surprise for me so far. Now, yeah. granted we, you know, we'll know more as it goes on. I, I'll, the media seems, okay. I was going to say the media. Fox news tends to like Ramaswamy a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they, they've been kind of favorable in their coverage of him and they've given yeah. him some outlets to comment. And uh, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. But bottom line, that was the whole point of getting this out there and doing the liberals. So tomorrow, Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, we will actually delve into 
the man who should probably be in prison mm. or in a rest home, one of the two or both, you know, he could go to the prison <laughs> rest home. Think about that, though. He's won in the game of life. Joe won in the game yeah. of life. Joe Biden won. This is a man who has lived on the public dole since 1970 something. Right. He's been right. in the United States Senate since the early 70s. Uh, he's been vice president eight years. He did have four years off. He's become very vastly wealthy um, when mm -hmm. really the most, you know, you think about what he's made as a career. This goes to show you that you can become very, very wealthy as a politician in America. Yeah. He has no real world experience of anything because it's all tied up in, you know, political crap. Yeah. Which I wish we could pay them in. <laughs> anyway. So tomorrow it's well, Joe Biden day. And, and. Like you said, since the seventies, um, he's been around long enough that Johnny Carson made fun of him. I mean, that's, that's, that's how long he's been around. So, yep. and we'll get into that tomorrow. Mm. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you being there for sharing with your friends. Make sure you go by markandmagshow.com today. That's where you can pick up all your show notes for every episode. Also, you can get, us, get in touch with us there. If there's something you'd like us to touch on, like us to talk about, leave us a note. We'd love to talk about it. Hey, Mark. Yes. Something just hit me. D did it hurt? Thousand pound sister Caleb Willingham, who married Tammy Slayton. Caleb okay. passed away. I didn't know this. Oh no. I didn't know he died. I mean, oh, now no. look, yeah, it's a long story, but if you I haven't seen Thousand Pound Sisters, you No, I haven't. Yeah. They, okay. that, that's you, that's your little corner of the weird world. Nah, not you mine. Wanna, oh you, no, it's really <laughs> not mine either. It's like I got tired of it, but you know, um, you might want to tune into it every now and again just for okay. just to realize that these people do walk among us and i believe one of them would be a better choice than joe biden as president we never walked on the moon elvis ain't dead you ain't going crazy it's all in your head